uh, in the video that I played earlier, talked about Christmas was Christ Mass. Well, literally, you know, that's what the word comes. It means Mass of Christ. And in the Catholic Church, they call their service, or the, especially the part, part of the service where they celebrate in the Eucharist, they call that the Mass of Christ. And Christmas, since it was about the birth of Christ, became the Christ Mass. And so it got shortened and abbreviated over the years, and we got the word Christmas. And that's where it comes from to this day. Now, I've had people, how many of you had this happen to you before? Someone comes up and says, you know, why do you celebrate Christmas on December 25th? That's because they stole it from the pagans from the winter solstice. Has anybody ever had someone say that to you before? You know what? It's not true. Not true? Did you know that? Uh, You know, early church tradition and belief was that Mary conceived on March 25th. That was the time in which they believed it happened. And so nine months after March 25th is what? December 25th, and the oldest records of them celebrating Christmas on December 25th are, go back to 200 A.D., 200 A.D. The idea of celebrating winter solstice, first record of that isn't until 278 A.D., almost a century after the Christians were already celebrating December 25th as Christmas Day. Amen? Come on. Now... The thing is, he probably was actually born in the fall, but we're not going to, you know, uh, you know they, they get that from where the shepherds were and all that kind of stuff, but who's splitting hairs? It doesn't matter when he was born. We observe it on de- December the 25th, amen? Now, the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas, The Twelve Days of Christmas, for most of us, it's just kind of a silly song, but a lot of birds. Uh, but however, the actual 12 days of Christmas begins when? Anybody know? It begins Christmas Day. Christmas Day is the first day of Christmas, and then it goes 12 days until January 5th. And then uh, that is traditionally the end of the 12 days of Christmas. And in fact, in some traditions, that's when they actually open presents and stuff in some of the Orthodox churches is in January 5th. And uh, that's also when it was considered appropriate to take your Christmas tree down, dear, not till January the 5th. You don't be taking it down on Boxing Day. You keep it up and celebrate till January the 5th. Isn't that right, Barry? Or March 5th, Barry says, yeah. (laughs) Now, today, Boxing Day is like the ultimate capitalist celebration. Right? Boxing Day is when people get up early in the morning and they line up to buy the big screen TV they didn't get for Christmas. Right? It is a, it is a tribute to, to capitalism and spending and all the rest of it. And that's what Boxing Day has become. But that is not the history of Boxing Day. Boxing Day started probably somewhere in the neighborhood of around 800 A.D., and Christmas Day was the largest attended service usually of the year. And on that day, people also were most generous. They brought their greatest gifts to the church, and they would uh, often put large deposits and sums of money in what they called the alms box at the church. They had a box where you gave alms, and the money was then distributed to the poor. The day after Christmas is when the the, the leader of the church and the elders of the church would get together. They would break open the box and they would distribute it to the poor. Hence where the word Boxing Day came from because that was the day they broke open the alms box and distributed the the money to the poor. Isn't that a good good thing? Totally the opposite of what we've turned it into. Uh, But that's when Boxing Day was originally all about. And on a little bit of a side note, the whole story of, of Good King Wenceslas, right? That story, that song is all about him distributing the uh, goods of, of the Christmas offering uh, to the poor 
on Boxing Day. That's what the song is all about. Now, some people write Christmas with an X. Have you ever seen that before? And I've had Christians get really upset about that. You're not supposed to take the Christ out of Christmas. You're supposed to spell it with C-H-R-I-S-T and not an X. But the tradition of putting Xmas was not to take the Christ out of Christmas. You see, in the Greek alphabet, the letter X is the actual letter that starts the, the word Christ. And when they would use in the Greek alphabet, they would shorten it and abbreviate it to Xmas. You still pronounced it Christmas, but the X stood for the Christ. And that was why they would uh, write it that way sometimes. They would write the big X. And if you've ever been to an Anglican or a Catholic church and wondered why they have on a staff, you'll see them with the, the letter X with a, what looks like a P through the middle of it. Anyone ever notice that before? You see, that X is the, is the chi, the X letter, and that P is actually the uh, letter rho in the language of Greek. And those two letters form the first two letters of the name of Christ. The X and that little P symbol are actually the first two letters of Christ. And that's what it means when you see that X and that little P when you see it. So the next time someone writes Xmas, that's okay, but tell them it's pronounced still Christmas. Amen? You can, you can put the X there, but it's still Christmas. Now, this next one's going to blow you away. The custom of sending Christmas cards started in the UK in 1843 by Sir Henry Cole. And he was a civil servant, and he had just set up the new public record office in Great Britain, which became known as the post office, where he served as an assistant keeper. Henry wondered how the service could be used by more ordinary people. So he came up with the idea of Christmas cards with his friend John Horsley, who was an artist, and they designed the first card and sold them for one shilling apiece, which is about eight cents today. The card had three panels. The outer two panels showed people caring for the poor, and the middle panel had a family having a large Christmas dinner. Some people didn't like the card because the family having dinner was serving wine to their children. But uh, about 100 of the cards were printed and sold. The Christmas card became the product which opened up the new postal service to the common man. And so there you have it. Christmas is responsible for the post office. Come on, right there. We send stuff through the post office because of Christmas. Amen, isn't that awesome? That is fantastic. Now, uh, one last one I'm going to share with you. How many have ever had a little smooch under a mistletoe before? Come on, oh, don't be so... What's wrong with you people? You've never been opportunist there? Uh... Husbands, you've never kissed your wife under a mistletoe? Come on! Yeah. Have you done it, Mark? Yep. Well, at least the staff, we, we, we know our marriages are still vibrant. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, mistletoe is a plant. It's actually a parasitical plant. It grows on other trees, on oaks and, and elms and different trees. It's very common in Europe and uh, was very common uh, in the U.K., and because it was able to grow on these trees, even when those trees had lost their leaves, it, was, uh, it had kind of a symbolism like Christmas trees do of eternality and stuff like that. And so a lot of churches would hang it and use it for decoration because it had leaves still in the winter, right? However, however, uh, you know, mistletoe, they noticed also, also there were a lot of bird droppings on the ground below mistletoes. Toes. And that's because the birds like to eat the, the little berries, and then they do their business there. And, and the word mistletoe actually comes from two Anglo-Saxon words, right, which actually stand for poop and stick. And so mistletoe <laughs> means poop on a stick. That's what it actually means. Just so you know, that's what mistletoe actually means. It means poop on a stick. 
And so I know that's not exactly evoking a romantic feeling in you today, but the next time you're underneath that, think, I'm underneath the poop on a stick. That's what I'm underneath right now. And uh, that'll inspire you right there to get a smooch for sure. <laughs> now, you know, I, I, this ama- it's amazing to me where traditions come from. And uh, I was born and raised Catholic, and, and in the Catholic Church we have tons of traditions, and most of them we have no idea where they come from. And so I'm always on the go looking for where does this stuff get started? How did this begin? But, you know, you put all the traditions of Christmas aside, and you, you, you can sum the entire Christmas story up in one single verse of Scripture. And that verse is one that pretty much uh, most people know, even if you watch football, you see it referenced all the time. It's, it's in the end zone, someone's always holding it up. What is it? John? 3.16. John 3.16. And it says, for God so loved, everybody say loved, loved. the world, that he gave, everybody say gave. gave, his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. That verse sums up the whole heart of Christmas, that God looked down on the world and he so loved it so much that he was willing to give his only son. And that's why Christmas is about love, Christmas is about giving, because God loved so much that he gave, he gave his son. And it's impossible for us to separate the life of Christ from the birth of Christ. Jesus was a gift given to the world so that as we heard today in the play, he could give his life for the sins of all mankind. And so today we celebrate the birth of Jesus, yes, but we celebrate the love that motivated God to give. And every time we give a gift to somebody at Christmas time, we should be motivated, not out of guilt or obligation, but by love. Because love is the driving force behind why God gave his son at Christmas time. Amen? And that's why this is the season of giving. Can I just pray with you this morning? And then uh, we got just a couple other things to do. We got a little special song we're going to do for you as a staff. And uh, then we have our tacky Christmas sweater contest for you this morning. All right? So, Father, we just thank you this morning for your great love and affection for us. We thank you, Lord, that you loved us enough that you sent your son Jesus to give his life for us. He was born in humble surroundings in a manger. And he went to the cross for every one of us that we might have eternal life. And so today we are struck with the love and the affection that you, God, had for us that you gave. And we bless you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Just give us a little second here to get set up. All right. Actually, I'm going to get you guys. Can you go turn down the lights over there, please? Turn the lights, wheel yourself over there. Come on, come on. See what I have to work with every week? Oh. <laughs> get up on your, get funny up on, guy, funny yeah, guy. Yeah. Where, where do you want that? Right there. You're, 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 you're going to be on the bridge. All right, how, how many have enjoyed the Christmas music so far this season? Hopefully, you know, maybe you've tuned in UCB Canada, and uh, we get the privilege, Ron and I, to play Christmas music all through December. We love Christmas music so much so that uh, we thought we'd do a little something for you this morning. How many have heard of the Supremes? Anybody? Older guys? Okay. Temptations? Any, anybody hear of the Temptation? You know? Anybody hear of the, the Drifters? Yeah. 
they're a lot better than what you're going to hear today, this morning. <laughs> but in, in, but in, honor of the, uh, in honor of our uh, Christmas, I want to present to you this morning, the pastors. Ready, boys? We're ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. It's not going through. Just a sec. PA, oh, oh. PA on my uh, laptop, please. We need audio here, boys. There's nothing. Testing one, two. Check, check. Check. Just Hello. one second. Let me see what the problem is here. Technical. Me, 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 me. Let's try it again, boys. Ready? All right. I don't want to pull anything. <laughs> before we eat turkey. There we go. Nope, still no, not working. We need audio. No, nope, no, nope, it's not going to work. Oh. We might have to put this off till next year. Well, I'm sending it to you. It's going through. Ooh. Yep. The anticipation. Don't worry. No, it won't. It's not, on, it's not on this end. <laughs> the worship guy, no, it's not. Have they got me switched over? What's that? Uh, oh, oh, there you go. It's up on the screen, maybe. Right, so then it should be, they should be getting audio from it. Let's try it. Let's try it up there. Uh, where did it go? Just a second. Get it. It's not a PC problem. <laughs> And it's not a Mac problem. 